0: Welcome to what to do when a podcast from real lawyers with real perspective, where we explore a variety of legal issues and scenarios. Each week, we focus on a new topic and discuss what to do when and if any of these legal scenarios ever happen to you or a loved one. With over 40 years of combined legal experience, our hosts offer their unique perspectives and insights on a range of real life legal situations.
1: Welcome back again to What to Do When, A Dummy's Guide to the Legalverse. We're here with Will today. We're Cardani, Kreiser Cardani in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Will, what's on the docket for today? Uh, What to do when you want to share weed legally. Oh, wow. So... Last time we were here together, we talked a little bit about sharing, I mean, about growing. So now we're in the next phase of sharing. So what do you mean by that? What's sharing mean? We're allowed to share?
0: Yeah. So just to go back just a bit, uh, as far as growing is concerned, we know that you can grow up to four plants legally in Virginia. Yep. You need to have them tagged uh, with your personal information for personal use and that they can't be visible from the public, uh, to the public. Still makes me laugh. Uh, the well, to, what we're trying to go over today uh, is, you know, how to, you know, grow and then also be able to share. And so, um, well, and then also on top of that, uh, how to be able to acquire it legally from somebody who's growing it legally.
1: OK, so this is shout out for my son, Caleb. So we're going to do this. So Caleb being
0: 19, can he share or can he get it from somebody? uh answer is no to both of those okay that's what i thought so So just to be clear in virginia um it's just like alcohol that you know you have to be age 21 or older in order to legally possess or use marijuana okay and people
1: realize this a lot of people don't understand this possession can also be determined by it being in your system it doesn't have to be that you're holding a joint or holding a bottle of beer and i've had so many cases over the years like that possession is you consumed it, and they can prove that you consumed it. You're in possession. Your body is in possession of it. So uh, I don't want to go down that road, but something to be good to know. It is
0: For another for another day. Yeah. Um, but as far as you know, what the thing that we see right now, and there have been some articles that have been written recently, uh, the Richmond Times Dispatch and some other places that discuss um, how some of these, um, I, I guess you can say, businesses—they're underground businesses in a way—are yep. operating um, illegally. But uh, people that are purchasing from them think that what they're doing is perfectly fine. And so... Uh, yeah, talk
1: about that for a minute. So, so what do you mean? So-
0: a perfect example of that is there are um, different uh, sites or different places on social media where you can reach out to them and you know, they'll send you their, their menu of everything that they have available. Um, but what you're doing is actually purchasing uh, a piece of art. You're purchasing some stickers. Yeah. You're purchasing some baked goods. And then they are giving this to them, giving whatever they picked out as their gift. So they're gifting them the marijuana. So this is a model that was uh, very popular in D.C. when they first started um, with their legal um, okay. recreational use. Um, but still, here in the state of Virginia, it's still illegal for there to be any exchange of money and then uh, exchange of money for marijuana.
1: Okay, so they kind of. Wrote the statute in such a way to anticipate that being very thing
0: being happening. I think done. that, yeah, looking at other states, it looks like you know the whole purpose behind the legislation was to make sure that people weren't finding little loopholes to get around it. So yeah. that's the main thing that I think that people need to be aware of when they're going through some of those websites. So if you're
1: buying do jelly donuts from Sammy down the street and you're getting a bonus of – Two, liter, two ounces of marijuana, probably not legal in Virginia for either side. That's
0: correct. That's okay. right. So uh, it can't be as part of another transaction. The exchange can't be part of another okay. transaction. Uh, That's what very it, important,
1: people. A lot of people don't get distinctions and stuff like this. And sometimes, you, you know, we think, well, I just bought the donuts. They gave me that. Hear Will, what Will is saying. It's a very clear distinction. It can't be part of the same transaction. Correct. So very careful. All right. So... Can't Move be part on. of
0: the same transaction, can't be contingent on you doing something else. Um, but the, and the, the main thing is, is that, you know, you certainly can't just straight up purchase it, yet, <laughs> you know, from somebody. So uh, the way that, you know, the adult sharing uh, works here in the state is that, you know, over the age of 21, and it's simply just, you know, going over to a friend's house and it's like you're bringing a bottle of wine <laughs> to a dinner party. You okay. know? That, that's the only way uh, that you're going to be able, at least for the, right now, uh, to be able to uh, share you know what it is that you grow at home
1: which makes sense i mean i guess you can go to the liquor store and buy a bottle of whiskey and take it to your friends and drink it certainly you know same idea same idea so it makes sense i guess you technically I, i don't i never looked at this so i'm just opining here i guess it would probably be illegal to sell that bottle of whiskey to you but I yeah, could probably I think that the there, ABC so. and regulations yeah, and laws are guessing. probably going to prevent you from doing that. Since, yeah, So you have to buy the ABC. All right, anything else about
0: the sharing? What do I need to know? Um, the other thing is that you can't exceed one ounce. So um, if you're, you know, let's say you have two ounces or however much you know that you yeah. have as a result of uh, what you've grown, uh, you still can't exchange more than one ounce. So if you yeah. if you exchange more than one ounce, that's when you're going to start looking at criminal penalties, um, or or civil fines.
1: Okay, so, so is it civil time. or criminal? When does it get criminal?
0: Uh, it gets criminal if it's after the first offense. Okay. So the first time around, they're going to hit you with a civil fine, just like it used to be you know, uh, when they decriminalized marijuana. Um, but then once you get over that threshold and you, you commit it a second time, that's when you start looking into penalties that are you know, misdemeanors and I think upwards towards felonies depending on the amount. Right? Okay. So you know what we're
1: trying to tell you, again, is we're not encouraging. We're just trying to give you that we're lawyers – We deal with this a lot. We want people to be informed because when you're not informed, you do dumb things and then you have to come see us. If we can inform you prior to, maybe you can do things right. So, you know, a lot of people are starting to get into this grow. A lot of people are, you know,
0: do you know much about the medical marijuana card? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, they changed that law a little bit, too. And I don't know if that's for a conversation for another another (laughs) podcast. But, um, yeah, medical marijuana card, uh, you know. The way that that works is that if you have a medical reason uh, and a, a doctor writes a prescription and says that this is, you know, uh, the reason that you, you know, that you need this, uh, this marijuana for medical use, issue a card and you can go to any one of the dispensaries, you know, in the state of Virginia. Okay. Um, it's become a little bit more difficult because the way that it used to work was that um, you would just go online and talk to a doctor. Yeah. I don't know if it was a real doctor or if it was just a bot, but um, you know, you put in some information and then they would, you know, give you a card and that was it. Now they've changed it a little bit so that, you know, it actually has to be, you know, a real physician with a real reason that, you know, has been medically cleared. And you can't just say, well, I I get depressed sometimes. I have anxiety sometimes, you know, and then have it, you know, just like, you know, rubber stamp it. Are you allowed to share your medical marijuana? uh, Absolutely not. No. So, I I mean, when when we're talking about, um, you know, the adult sharing part, uh, if you acquire it, if you... If you get it legally, if you purchase it legally through a dispensary for medical marijuana purposes and then give it to somebody else who doesn't have a medical marijuana card, then it's going to be the same, you know, penalties in yeah. place that we that we previously discussed. And so it's going to be more of a distribution situation that can potentially get you in trouble. Yeah. And, and,
1: you know, you really want to avoid these problems. And a lot
0: of times we don't think through it like, you know,
1: Jimmy's offering us weed and we never think about, you know, what the consequences are where he got it from. So we need to be mindful of where the person who's given you the weed got it from. So we understand that, you know, we he a, he is not allowed to purchase it and then give it to you, sell it to you, never really allowed to sell it to you, period. So the other thing I think that's important on this topic is when you're sharing and one of the things that we run into all the time, Will and I and every other attorney I know, but when you're on probation, or you're under sanction with a court, especially in a criminal chase, and you start doing this stuff, there may be some legal things you can do, but, man, does it not look good. That's true. And I've never seen a judge go, oh, you're on medical marijuana. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Never once.
0: Well, and I think that the, yeah, <laughs> the big issue that people run in with that is that you know, uh, they try to wean themselves off of marijuana, and then they try to use CBD instead. Yeah. But as we've seen is that no CBD product is purely CBD. It all has a percentage of THC, the active ingredient of marijuana, um, so that, you know, that's going to violate you probably if you're on probation. Well, and remember, Will, what we've been
1: taught for years is that marijuana is not addictive, right? That's what they say. Yeah, Yeah. but we see people weaning off of it all the time. We see people can't go a day without it, a week without it, an hour without it, but, you know, hey, it's not addictive, so... You know, enter at your own risk. It's kind of how they used to sell cigarettes for years, and and, you know, all those lawsuits that came down the road when they started putting additives in it and all those things to make it more addictive. So, you know, be careful out there. This is um, a really new topic. It's evolving pretty much regularly. There's cases coming out of the Supreme Court and Court of Appeals and Circuit Courts, and the law is shifting even into judges' hands and how they're handling it. It's changing pretty dramatically in a pretty quick rate for things like this to change so you know we've went from absolutely no to permission probably took off the training wheels before we even decided if they could ride a bike but that's that's the way things happen sometimes so we want you to be informed be careful remember to like and subscribe we thank you for being here today and have a great week thanks
0: we hope you've enjoyed this episode of what to do when For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and we encourage you to check our archives to listen to previous topics. Tune in next week for a new episode and some fresh perspective from Kreiser Cardani.